memory um, as it pertains to the Catholic Church and what they kind of sort of, I guess, their beliefs. Welcome to Spiritual Game. Uh, so I'm here uh, with Brother Cell, and we are going to go over the topics. Okay, all right. Well, yeah. Let's 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 start off kind of where you started off about the Catholic Church. Um, well, to my understanding. Um, the Catholic Church, they do practice out of the Bible, and they do believe that Jesus uh, will lived here and, and rise here. Um, so I just wanted to put that out there. And so they are following the the Old and New Testament of the Bible. Um, now I wanted to ask you where. Where are the differences um, between the Catholic Church teaching or understanding of the Bible compared to the information that you're taking uh, from the Bible from an Israelite's insight? Um, where do you see the difference or um, the, the, the gap? Um, well, here's the thing, because I'm not, I'm not studying, I haven't really came into this conversation fully prepared, so I'm unable to contrast the distinct differences that, let's say, the Israelite or Hebrew community would be teaching, as opposed to Catholicism and what they would be teaching. Um, just moments ago, I thought that Catholics, like their belief of Christ and Jesus was that they didn't believe, but now it, it appears as if they do have some belief, so, <laughs> excuse me, as of right now, I'm, I'm unprepared and unable to tell you, like, distinctively, like, the differences between the two, because uh, of my... I guess of my ignorance of the Catholic religion. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I mean, I know, like, I understand, like, when we took this conversation, it was it was short notice, and it's not saying that, like, like you don't, you won't have time to do more research on that religion in in your lifetime, you know, when I say your lifetime, in, 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 what, in the future that you might choose to. But I was going to say, um, there is something that I did want to run across to you right now while I have it up is the um the difference between faith and belief. So um the difference between faith and belief I'm gonna go out I'm gonna go ahead and start um the conversation on this and I give me about five to seven minutes without interruption then I'll give it right back to you so you can um, counteract what I'm trying to say about the differences because I feel there's a difference between faith and belief and I think like the reason why 
we get um, confused by um, the two is because one of the words uses the other word in the definition. And so when when something like that is being done, we can get confused on them being the same thing when they're just being referenced. So we're going to go ahead and go to Matthews. Um, go ahead and go to Matthews 17 and 20. And this is out of a New Living translation. So I'm going to read it. I'm going to give you two definitions, but it's going to be saying the same verse. Okay. It's going to be the same verse, but it's going to be two versions. And we're just going to see the difference um, in between the two. So um, I'll let you get there, but I'll start now. Um, you don't have enough faith, Jesus told them. I tell you the truth. If you had faith, even as small as a mustard seed, you could say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it would move. Nothing would be impossible. Okay, that is in the New Living Translation. And now we're going to go down. Um, and I just, we're just going to look at the words and see how we can get confused by them. And then I'm going to explain the difference and then I'll open it back up to you to, to um, respond. So in the New James Version... The New King's James Version, um, the same verse reads, So Jesus says to them, Because of your unbelief for assur assuring, you, I say to you, if you had faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, Move from here to there, and it will move. And nothing will be impossible for you. So, right here, Jesus is telling them, the disciples that they have a problem. And the problem that they have is with the belief. And he counteracts it and counteracts the sentence saying, If you had faith as a mustard seed. So, it's showing a difference between having no belief to having a little bit of faith. Okay, so um, I'm gonna open it back up to you, and then I'll respond back to what to what um, to what I was gonna continue to say. Uh, well, first of all, um, I tried to find. You said Matthew. Did you say chapter seven, verse twenty? No, my bad. Sorry, I said seventeen. Verse uh, 20, so I can go over it again, or I'll let you go over it, um, and then we can read it. Um, I, I didn't know you didn't hear it. It was 17. No, nah, because I went to 7 and 20, and I was like, even I read the scripture. But I know that scripture, though. I know what you're talking about, but I just... Okay, I well, go ahead, and go ahead and you read it, and then we can run it back. Okay, so 17 and 20. Hold on, let me get my glasses right here. Okay, and so it says in Yeshua said unto them, 
because of your unbelief. For verily I say unto you, if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you shall say unto this mountain, Remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. All right, so what I'm thinking about right off the top of my head, faith, right? And faith is, when you look that up in the dictionary, it's equated to um, whether you look it in the Webster's Dictionary or the, the Zondervan, the Bible Dictionary, it's just basically equated to a, a belief, like believing. So equating that, you should equating that to a mustard seed, right? That's like this. That's like saying, like, you got this mustard seed here, right? It's the newest mustard seed of all. But yet, we know through trial and error that this mustard seed grows the greatest tree. Splashy grows the greatest trees. So, like, just like that faith or that belief that you have in that mustard seed, which is the smallest little object, the smallest little thing, like, knowing that if you plant it, like, knowing that it's gonna grow up and you're gonna get a harvest, like, you're gonna get a return. So it's like Yeshua comparing the belief in that matter. Like, believe me like that. Like, believe me like how you know that when you plant something, it's going to, it's going to reap. Like, you're going to reap a harvest. So I look at it like, like he's giving that as an example to say that because God created all things. Like, his word spoke it and it came into being however it came into being, but it came into being. So all these things have been spoken. So it's, if you believe it, because if if, guess what? That mustard seed will never grow to, to be the tree, the tree or tree that it could be if you don't ever plant it. Like if you don't ever get up and plant it and do the work you need to do in order to plant it, you're never gonna receive a, a harvest on it. And because you never plant it, that could come down to a few things. You know, that could come down to you just being slothful and lazy. That could come down to you just being stubborn and rebellious. Or that could come down to you just you, 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 you being ignorant and you don't believe. Like, you don't really believe that it's wrong. But nevertheless, it still doesn't take away the effect and the fact that if you do as instructed, which is like planting the seed, like, it'll grow. Like, but you have to be, like, you have to know, like, so yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm reckoning to that example. I'm comparing it to that example. Just like how you know, like, if you plant this seed or what have you, that it's going to grow, it's going to uh, return to your harvest. That's just like how God's word is. God's word is that same seed. And if you plant it, and if you grow, it's going to return to you a harvest, whether it be good or whether it be bad, whether because that's the thing, like you don't even have to plan it. Like just by you, you could be doing yourself a whole lot of harm by not knowing or by refusing the word. Because just because you don't believe it don't make it without effect. That's the scripture. Like God's word is, is what it is. His world is what it is. He done structured it already. And when you go up against the grain, when you go up against certain things, then the most high is going to spiritually punish you, mentally punish you, and physically punish you. 
And you don't even know why all these things is coming about. It's because of your rebellion and your stubbornness and you not knowing or you don't want to know or whatever the fact may be. So belief is, is, it goes hand in hand. Like I was saying with the faith and the works, like that goes hand in hand. It's like peanut butter and jelly. Like it goes hand in hand. You need both in order to satisfy or please the most high God. Like you have to have, it's a balance because you just can't have one. One is not a balance. You need a weight balance. You need one, one, uh, one substance or subject to balance out the other. That's like how he has, that's how his world is, male and female, good and bad. You know, so it's a balance to things. So your belief, but you can't, you're not going to even be able to prove your belief if you don't have works because somebody can say that they believe all day. I believe, I believe this most received to grow. I believe this will happen or I believe it. But if you're not putting no works behind it, how can you prove your belief? So, again, comparing that mustard seed to believing and belief. And that's just knowing that everything that the most high spoke, he, he, he spoke truth. Like he spoke, what he said was for real. What he said was the truth. And so if you take it as the truth and you apply it as the truth, then you're going to get a return on your, on your uh, harvest that you sow with that mustard seed. So, okay. Yeah. No, I get you. I get you. So I'm going to, I'm going to ask you one question and then I'll let you answer it. But it's it's like, it's a real short, it's a real short answer I mean question to answer so I mean after you answer I'm gonna go on and I'm gonna reply back to what you just said but I just want to ask the question first so so are you saying that belief and faith are two different things okay so because there's a part of faith, right, that you can't work it. Like, it, there's no working. Like, there's no working in it. You just have to believe, like, what's been said is sort of like your forefathers. Or, let's say, like, you, you uh, let's say a job, right? Wait, 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 wait. I, I, didn't, I didn't want to get into a long answer. I just wanted, if, if you do or you don't, like, and then, like, then you can you can explain why later. But I just want to know if you do or you don't, so I can go on to what you said. Because I want to go on to what you said. It's kind of yes and it's kind of no. Okay. If it's a yes and kind of no, that's fine. Okay? That's fine. Let's just leave it at that. Okay? I wanted something short so I can continue. So, so you're 50-50. It's yes and it's a no. And I'm going to just break down belief. Because we broke down, you know, you broke it down, then I'm going to break it down, and we'll just see how close we can get. So, you know, belief in, in the dictionary, you're going to get, you're going to get an option or a judgment which a person is fully pursued, persuade, sorry, I said pursue, persuade. So, it's an opinion or judgment which that person is fully persuade. Fully is like 100% Agreed with it, with agreeing it, and then we have faith. 
And I agree with what you were saying. Like, what you were saying, like, I agree with you because you were saying what I was saying. I was saying that one of these words evolves one of the other words. So they make them interrelative. They're relative, but they're not the same thing. And I say that because when I look at the definition for faith, what I'm seeing is I see belief and action and confidence. So you you said two, which I agreed with. You said you need faith and you need works. I mean, you need belief and you need work to, to make it, to have that faith. And I agree with that. But then I'm adding confidence with that to give you a full definition for faith, which would, well, like I said earlier, it's related. Hey, wait, I'm almost done. I'm almost done. It relates to belief, but they're not of the same, you know, because faith comes from the three and you have to have all three to let me close this out. It's when faith includes our belief, it's bigger than just the belief and faith requires action. And if you don't take any action, on that belief, then that's called the works. But here it is, yeah, the works, and, I, and that's why I said the 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 action and the works is the same. And so I'm going to give you a scripture, you know, so I can close out on this. Cause I just don't want to close out on my own sin, so I'll close out on a scripture where it says I'll read it, and you can just go to it if you want to go to it. But it's short. It's James two, verse seventeen. See, I mean, so you see, faith by itself isn't enough unless it produces good deeds. It's dead and useless. So you need, like you said, belief and works. And when you add confidence, the faith goes a longer way. So I said, you know, I, I put confidence with that. Well, we got to be careful with that because the scripture tells you, like, not to add. I'm not adding. I'm not adding. I'm just looking at scripture because I'm just, I put confidence with the definition of faith. And then just to close it out, because I didn't officially put the nail in the coffin, was that um, you see in James. It says good things that we produce. It said it's our faith. Because if you don't do the if you don't do the work, then your belief never comes out to be anything. So like See, that's why the scriptures tell you that it's you have to have faith, but then you also have to have works. Here's the thing. When you work in faith and works, like, because you're saying that you have to have confidence. And I guess I'm, that's what I'm disputing. Like, do I have to have confidence that that mustard seed will grow? Like, only thing yes. I have to know is I, I, I have to have the knowledge. Like, if I have the knowledge to, okay, the knowledge to kill me, but the confidence, now you kind of, I don't know, you draw, you, 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 no, you no, don't, no, no, don't, no, don't, no, don't, don't let the word, don't let the wrong brush you off. You, you understand, like, if you have knowledge of it, if you have knowledge of a certain subject, that's going to give you confidence. So don't let the word confidence come off real braggish or 
bogus or taking the credit of anything because it's not. It's not. So don't confuse it. Confidence is knowing. And wait, 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 wait. And with knowing, when you know, when you know you something, then you can fully stand on it. And that's what faith is, standing on it because you know, because you took the action and you've seen that you took the action. So that gave you more confidence. That, I'm not saying that that can't be faith because you, you do have situations where you know something, but there's other situations where you don't know. Like there are many situations that you really don't know, but you just have to have the faith. You have to have, you have to trust. It's like you have to trust what, what you your just, forefathers. You, you just hit a key you point. Have, you have to trust like what your forefathers have written down. Like let me tell you let me tell you where you hit a key point at and I'm gonna right back to you. You just said that that you have to know um uh, I want that's I didn't mean to cut you off, but I wanted to say it before I no, lost I didn't it. say you have to know, I just said you have to trust. No, it, it, because there's gonna be certain situations. Oh no, 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 that's what you just said. You said you do, it, it's certain situations where you're not gonna know. And I agree with that that comment right there just for the simple fact that there's certain things that you're not going to know. But the only one thing that you do know is that the most high is within you. That's the one thing you know that 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 you will not ever question. You will never question that one thing. It's a lot of other things that you're not going to know. But guess what? Like. Like as you say that that something that you know and that the most like you'll know if the if, if the most high is dealing with you and if you are dealing with the most high is is when we keep the commandments. The scriptures state that. That's how, this is the mouth of God right here, these scriptures. And the scriptures let you know if a person is dealing with him or not, if he's keeping his commandments. Like if you're not keeping the commandments, you ain't got no right like unless you're talking about another God. Like, what God is you talking about? But if you're talking about the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, then what lets me know and what lets God know and what let everybody know that the Most High is dealing with you and you are dealing with the Most High is if I see you trying to keep the commandments. That's why scriptures tell us there's some commandments that we are, like some outer things, like, for instance, like wearing fringes. Like, the so scriptures didn't tell you to put commandments and scriptures on shirts and all that stuff, but he did tell you to, to, to put fringes on your garments. Like, that's one sign right there that you're taking that effort to do what as commanded as, the, as it is written inside the Bible, and you actually doing it. So that's how you know, or that's how we know. Like, it says that, I believe, in Second John verses 3 through 6. It's like, hereby do we know that we know him if we keep his commandments. Those that say that they know him and keep not his commandments is a liar. So that's how we know. That's how it's proven. So all of us should know that if if, if we're dealing with the most high, the most high God of this Bible. Because so, you could take God, but you might be referring to another God. And I'm and I'm commanded here in, this, in the scriptures to not worship other God. I didn't say God. I didn't say God. I didn't say God at all. The God of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob is a jealous God, and He forbids He forbids that you even acknowledge any other God. That's why it says that I'm above all gods. So yeah. So I don't know. We're still talking about the Bible. We're still talking about 
the same most high. I don't know where you brought the word God in that, but if you was referring to most high being God, then yes, we all do know that God are the most highest it with inside us when we are conscious. When I say are conscious, when we are aware, when we are connected. And if you are connected and you are a knowledge and you are a knowledge a knowledge in the most high, then yes, you do have uh, order or you do have a responsibility to take on the laws and commandments and scriptures. And that's something totally different because what I'm saying is you once you know, then that establish what, what faith is. But like you said, to really know something, but listen, but listen, but to really know something, but listen, but to really know something, because you acted as I'm going to be quick here. Because no. you act in a bit like once you know, like, like it's feeling it's establishing that. See, but remember the story of Saul, right? How Saul started to fall off. How many people are like Saul? Like like the most high could be working with you, could be dealing with you, but you're doing things or continuing to do things, and then the most high ain't working with you no more. But you still claiming like, or people still claiming like, oh, the most high dealing with you, or you dealing with the most high, when really that ain't the case. So just I'm just consider that. So, but for each person, it's going to be for what work they're doing. So when I say for what work they're doing, we're all going to be doing different works of the Most High because we have a different, um, he has a different um, challenge for us. When I say di different challenge, so what I'm saying is it's not easy to be it's not easy to have a conversation with the Most High. We know that. That's why we don't look within ourselves. We look outside of ourselves into any other religion or any other type of belief we want to believe, right? But we don't want to look within ourselves first because then we'll know that there's a Most High and a God that we have to deal with. And when you deal with the Most High, the first thing that comes to my mind is when you turn within, you have to look at, okay, this is the most high. This is the most highest body. So I have to give thanks not only for the, the body, the life of the body that I have, but now for the mind and the spirit that I have to work with this body. So after that, I'm basically understanding that I can't make a mistake. If I, if I make a mistake, if I break one of these laws or one of these commandments, then there's going to be some, you know, um, there's going to be some judgment. And at this point that I know that's the most high, I can now, what I say, surrender. I want to use the word surrender because you have to give. You have to give up your own beliefs. And I'm talking about myself. And each person has to make their own choices of what they have to give up to allow the most high to allow you to do the works. So when that's you, called okay, wait, okay. I'm not done, but I got you. And, and if that's called sacrifice and that's something that we all have to do, but it's like when you make the choice of knowing the most high, then that's when it comes to work. So, but you got to already know that it's the most high to give out the order. When I say the order to give out where you fit at in the divine order, there's work for you to do and there's 
work that you got to know you can do. And that's where the confidence come in at. And that's where faith carries you out into the scriptures and into the laws and, 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 and has you fulfill those things. And when I say fulfill them, because the Most High has chose to work with you because the Most High knows that everyone has to work with him or work with the energy. I don't want to say him. Have to work with the higher energy. Everyone, male, female, wherever, you're going to have to work with it. And the Bible is a way to get the divine order of how is how it, how it lays out. So I'm going to give it back to you because... I think I clearly kind of connected where faith lies with belief and I'm going to open it up to you and then I have a couple of questions and then we can go from there. Uh, I guess I just wanted to touch back upon um, faith and work uh, and you're earning confidence uh, making triangular. Um when the Bible scripture, the scriptures clearly uh, distinctively separates it as two balances, which are, which is faith and works. I'm not saying that you know because of the of the because you might be strengthening or establishing the scriptures that that that's going to give you confidence. Um, faith and works, in a sense, it, it it develops the confidence. It creates it creates the confidence. Well, I'm not saying that confidence is not obtained at some point, but as far as it being like needed, like God's word is God's word, whether you have confidence in it or whether you don't. So, yeah, better that you have confidence in it, but the way how you obtain the confidence is you have to be doing the work. Also, you have to be displaying the faith. So... I think confidence is something that's developed uh, more so after 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 your faith and your works have been wrought together. Um, I'm gonna read a couple of scriptures here that has to do with faith and works. Um, the first one I'm gonna read is the book of John six twenty eight twenty nine. Then they said unto him, "What shall we do that we might work the works of God?" Jesus answered and said to them, This is the work of God, that ye believe on him who he have sent. So that's what the most high is commanding for, for you for you to believe in, in, in the things that he said, the things that he done, because he knows that you wasn't there to sin. He knows that you know you weren't there to witness these different things, but nevertheless, those things were still done, whether whether they were to your knowledge or not. So because of that, the Most High is asking your followers to believe, to believe in his word. Better, and, and that's going to prove, because when you finally find all this out, then it's going to be like, then you're going to be praising your faith. Then that's when your faith is going to be praised. You had sense enough. It's like the Most High is going to show you that you had sense enough to believe what I was telling you was for real and true. So therefore, now you get rewarded. But for those that have not believed and they just took his word and cast it behind their back as if it's nothing, as if it's not true, and if it's because what they think and what they feel, see, they are the people that's not going to be able to stand in judgment day. And they ain't going to have no excuses because this word has always been here and we have a duty to learn this word. Like this word is the whole purpose 
of us being here. Like, because this is a test. This is a test to see whether or not who's going to inherit eternal life. So, even the scriptures that I said regarding the, the requirements of eternal life has a lot to do with faith. A lot of people, they don't believe that, you know, when you die, that, you know, it's going to be an afterlife. Some people believe, you know, that there's no afterlife. Some people believe that everybody goes to heaven in the afterlife. You know, some people believe in the heaven and the heaven. Some people just believe that it's nothing. Okay. But we've been given an account through this word here. And if we believe in this word, then we can't be cherry-picking in the bits and pieces. That's like cherry-picking what God say and, and what you comfortable with and what's convenient for you. You have to be responsible and believe everything. Like, you're going to be charged for that when you when you when you at your appointment standing before his judgment. So it's our responsibility and our duty to find out all of these things and why. So we can make under so so we can make sense of it. We have to bring ourselves up to the understanding of God's knowledge. But because we can't understand, then we cast it behind it and say, Oh well that don't make no sense. No, it's not gonna make no sense if you don't have a basic fundamental understanding of the scriptures. That's why you have to bring yourself up to God's understanding. And then once you do and give the effort and the Most High start bestowing the knowledge on you, then you can understand things in his full and how the Most High intended it for it to be understood. But that responsibility is up on us. And now is the trying time where each of us is being tried and tested to see who's going to do what I ask him to do. And those that do what he's, what he's asking those are going to be the ones that's rewarded, not only in this life, but in the life after. But those that don't, not only are they going to go through hell, they're going to go through all types of uh, punishment here on this earth, but there's a punishment that you ain't going to never wake up from. And that, that right there alone should have everybody searching through these scriptures to find out, to see. Because lo and behold, that everything that's in these scriptures is real. And so far, the scriptures is proving itself to be 100% real. So okay, okay. Time, all right, and, so... And when you find out all of these things is true, then you're going to have to have, you're going to have to produce that answer. Okay. I get, I, yeah, I get where you're going with it. Uh, I, I want to just kind of stay on topic, but definitely, I get what you're going where, where you're going with it. Um, so, as we close out the out the portion of the faith and belief, I want to get into a, a question and answer uh, point with you. And one question, since uh, you are a man that's in the book, uh, the first one is, what are some characteristics of the most high what oh sorry let me start that over what are some of the characteristics that the most high see in us when i say in us from the book like from reading the, the bible what are one or two characteristics that the, the most high will see in us Okay, so like if you go if you go to Genesis like the first books, right? I think it's chapter one, it might be verse I'm thinking twenty six, somewhere around there, where it's letting you know that the most high God he created us in his image after his likeness. 
So God has order about himself. He has sophistication about himself. He he has composure about himself. He he, he has knowledge about himself. Um, he has law about himself. That's what the word I should have said first. He has law about himself. So he created us in that image to have all those attributes as he has. So it tells you that in Genesis where he created, you know, he created us in the likeness of his image. And again, all throughout, you go through the scripture from the Old Testament to the to the Apostle for all the way to the New Testament. The New, the New Testament, it does speak about the commandments, about keeping the law, keep, but it, it's more subtly because of how Paul wrote the scriptures and how the scriptures is more subtly to where back in the day in the Old Testament, it's just more in your faith. Keep the, keep the goddamn commandments. So, again, like those things is all throughout the scriptures as markers and points for us to not do. And why is it redundant like that? Because if you really start reading the Bible, you'll keep saying that. Keep the commandments. Keep the commandments. Always keep the Why did the Most High do that? When he wrote the like when he when he instructed his prophets to have his word written down, it's for a reason so that we wouldn't forget. So that because he know his people, he know we rebellious, we stubborn, we fight, we kick up against the Most High. So that's why it's so redundant in there. Where I just said it so many times, to where ain't no way you gonna forget this, ain't no way you gonna be able to cast it behind your back or nothing like that, unless you on that side. Unless you plan for that side, which is who? Satan. Because Satan purposely twists God's word to make it what he wanted to say. Get everybody else to sign off on it. And now that's why you have all of these religions. This book, this map book that I just got, it lists every religion there is and and also lists like the founder. Like what the founder's name was and who he was and what year did that religion start in. Like it, it lists all of it. So again, and when did and when did and when did the religion that you follow start, and who started? Since you do you know yet? Did you look? Uh, well, it doesn't have. Well, the the you talking about the 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 belief of the scriptures, the laws, and the commandments that started when the Most High created Adam. No, I'm talking about the book that you believe in, the religion that you that you believe in. When did that start? Since you have it, since they have all the religions, the religion that you fall under or the belief that you follow your teachings from. When did they start, and who started those? Who was the author so the and creator? The teachings that I follow, the teachings that I follow, is from the Bible. Like, and who's the and author of your Bible? The 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 Bible. That you're reading and taking your getting your knowledge from and your commandments from, who's the author and when did they write that book? Since you have that information, well, the authors would be Moses. The authors would be Joshua. The authors would be all the prophets ordained men by the Most High God um, that were ordained. But when was the and to write and to write it down on manuscripts. So when did the book that they wrote come together? Okay, so you're not looking at like a a, a day because the books weren't all written in a day. You're looking at a period of time, right? Because Moses lived in a certain specific time period. 
So what religion? What religion can you tell us the day that it started in the, in the name of the founder of the religion? Which religion can you? You just said you could, but which one can you? I didn't hear what you just said. What, can you repeat yourself? Okay, I was saying, which religion can you tell us the day that it started and who started it? Uh, well, I still got the book open and I'm still on this Catholic thing right here and it says what? Or actually, let me go to another one. Let me go to. Uh... And then I'm gonna after you get this one. If, if it come, if it takes too long, we can move on because I do have one more question that I want to get in before we close out. But um, and it might carry over to the next one. But um, yeah, I wanna I wanna ask this question. It's kind of uh something that we might have discussed but didn't get a chance to really dive in and get a, a better understanding. Okay, so I'm just looking at, uh, it says the Baptist churches, right? It says 1612. Now, I'm thinking 1612 was when John Smythe, and it says 1612, John Smythe and other English Puritans formed the first Baptist church. Then it says 1639, the first Baptist church in America established in Providence, Rhode Island. So that's just giving you one example. Okay. Uh, no, that's good. That's good. No, that's good. That's good. That's. I just wanted to know one, you know, since we can go and we can reference that book, um, in the in the future when we want to find more. Um, my next question to you, and probably if we can get another one in after this, we will. But is what's the difference between earth and land? in the way the word is used in the Bible, is there a difference between the word earth and land and the way it is used in the Bible? Okay, I heard you say earth, but the second word that you refer to, I don't... Land, land, land. Land? Yeah, land, yeah. So what is your question? How is it... Are you asking me if the scripture, does the scripture use that like interchangeably, like as far as like other meanings outside of of, of what's expected of, of the word? Of its first like definition? Um, so we get the definition for earth and the definition for land, or, 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 or we can, we can get the definition for those, or we can just jump in to the differences between the two because there are differences between the two in definition and in scripture. Oh, earth and land. Okay, I think I know I'm kind of more kind of following you a little bit. But go ahead, supply your definition or the definition that you have. Oh, I can, I mean, I didn't get any, but I can grab some. I was just saying, like, um, we can... Go ahead and I'll just go with a scripture and just start. We can start from there. We can just break down scripture and try to find the different, try to find the meaning between earth and the meaning for land and see how it's being used. The word is being used in the Bible to explain to us. Um, so I'm right here in Isaiah's. Uh, no, yeah, Isaiah twenty three, seventeen. 
Yeah, 23 and 17. And uh, I'm just going to try to read this as best as I can. It says, And it shall come to pass after the end of 70 years that the Lord will visit Tyre and shall turn to her higher and shall commit a fornication with all the kingdoms of the world upon the face of the earth. Okay. Now, where where do you think, or what are you getting from just this one scripture? Like, what, like, I know you can't just break down, you know, what's going on or what's being said in one scripture, but just from this one scripture, and you had to throw out something, what are you getting? Alright, you said that was what, Isaiah 23 and what? 17. <sighs> and it shall come to pass after the end of 70 years that the Lord will visit Tylee and she shall turn to her higher and shall commit fornication with the and she shall commit fornication with all the kingdoms of the world upon the face of the earth. So Tyree, I believe, that's an African nation. And it says that she shall turn to her higher, meaning that, what, that's like getting a more powerful nation, hiring them to maybe like fight a war or fight different wars or just do something that's out of their reach. Um, and shall commit fornication with all the kingdoms. So what I'm looking at that like that could be some like let's say Africa Africa a nation or a country in Africa right and they they go into business with America and through going into business with America America's gonna prostitute you out right <laughs> so they said hey you doing business deals and you know doing whatever selling your land doing whatever with all the nations with with, with who they in bed with so for instance like the EU, like the European nations. So now this African nation, now because of their business deal with America, they in deal with France, Germany, Brittany, all these other nations. So that's why I'm thinking like kind of like what the fornication could be talking about or going into with all, because it says with all the kingdoms of the world upon the face of the earth. So all the kingdoms of the world that's upon the face of the earth. So that would be like Again, like like that common market that the that the Europeans have established. Can I can I can I jump in since you know you, you you're hitting on to something right? You, you let's just say let's just say your idea is parallel to where I'm gonna just throw mines out at. So let's just say you got you know you got these group of people. Let's call them African Americans, right? You got some African Americans. And then they have been sold over, sold over or, you know, taken over by the Europeans. And now they're basically are now saying that um, you will now um, be involved with all the other nations with your body. When I say your body, since they control you now, you're basically going to be prostitute or prostitute. Like you become, you know, prostitute, like, you know, and. 
when I say a prostitute, because they're going to use your body. Every nation is going to use your body. And I say your body, the face of the earth. That the earth is, is being, into my eyes, considered the body. And the whole, all the, all the, all the other nations are going to be using your body to, to get what they need. And, 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 and upon the face of the earth, that's upon you, upon your body, upon, that's what you see what I'm going? Like, like, you're like, like we, not only have we been, you know, captured, but now we're being, um, used for everybody's gain. You know, it's like the Europeans, you know. But you got to remember, though, this is talking about Kyrie, though. But I'm just saying, I'm using an example. I'm using an example of the scripture of what's being said in in, in that verse. So I'm just breaking it down in my way of, of breaking it down. Like, but... So... Because earth, the earth means something, and, and and where you were going, where it's like you were throwing things out, but I don't know, like I don't know if it was gonna land anywhere, but kind of like yeah, you, can't, you, you can't take scripture. Like I, I kind of get what you're saying, but you have to remember that because I was just throwing mine out there as an example of kind of like what this is kind of like going into, but this is referring to Tyree, that nation. I guess because the summary is kind of like, I guess like the, the most high that brought that nation low probably because of all the sins that was committed or that they committed up against not only the commandments, but probably up against the Israelites or whatever. So the, the most high has brought this nation low or whatever. And from, from it being so low, that like it was, it, it kind of got in the order. Like it committed fornication with all of all the kingdoms, you know, all the kingdoms of the earth. Uh, exploited or whatever and whatever. Kind of way. Um, but that's again, that's um, because you trying to you trying to use. What is the word for that? <laughs> I can't think of the word that I need to use. Which, which you use in like... I can't think of the word I need to use. Which you, you it, 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 The earth don't mean like what you're saying. Like the body and, and using the body and all that. It's just saying that because of... It says that Tyree... All right, all right, all right, wait, wait, all right, wait, all right, I'm just going to give you, all right, I know it's hard for you to interpret where I'm going with it, but I'm going to give you another scripture, all right, and, and I get where, I get where you get where I'm going, you get where I'm going, but okay, I, I just want to get you to go a little bit further, and let's just see, so right here, I'm going to read the scripture, and then I'll tell you where it's at, or I can tell you where it's at, and then I'll read it, so it's Genesis 1, verse 2. Genesis 1, verse 2. And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. Okay. Just assuming that we're still talking that the body, the earth is the body. When 
you don't have the most high in in, in the body in the in the body then the earth is going to be in darkness your earth will be in darkness like if the most high is not within you then then that whole planet that whole universe that whatever that person is on is dark it's darkness so and the darkness is upon the face of the deep the deep is meaning the ones who's within. When I say the ones who are within, because that's where you go. You go deep inside yourself to, to see who you are or what you're about. And the Spirit of God moves in the face of the waters. And I say in the face of the... And when we talk about the face of the water, we're looking at, well, what does that mean? Like, well... When you're dealing with the body, the body has a mental and it has a feeling. So it's like the most high will give you scriptures or, you know, I want to say the most high can can give you scriptures and laws to mentally connect you in order. And then the most high gives us feelings and the feelings that we get from the most high comes from the water and I say the water because this is this is a little bit out there but it says right here and the spirit of God moves upon the face of the waters because we are water based our body is water based so we need water to run the body and being that our body is 70% water whatever the water that's in us it's, if it's the reflection of the, the, the water of the Most High, which it says God, the Spirit of God moves upon the face of the waters, upon the, the water that's in your body, like that, like if you don't have any water in your body, then the Most High can't, can't come in. Like, so if that, if that's a little bit over the head, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to tackle that, that, that the earth needs water. And your body needs water. And I'm going to leave it at that unless you have it. You taking meanings, metaphysical or whatever, and you trying to add it to the scripture. Um, This is creation. Like, this is God's creation. This is creating. And as far as what you're trying to say, because you're trying to say, like, the earth and the and and the body is made of water, and so this is this is the Most High, and He's creating the water or something. Well, if, if, if the human being is made up here, then what is He talking about when we get to day six when He's saying that He made man? So that's how you know that what you're saying is all oh, like He's really excuse me, excuse really, me, excuse me, excuse me. Right? I just want to cut you off because you said I'm getting a little bit out there, but when He made man, right? Because first, first He made. The kingdom, like the planet, like and that's and then the body. He made Jew, right? The body was made, and once once you left outside the body, then you became less than what you were when you was with inside your body. I'm getting a little bit deep, but what I'm saying, once you come outside of yourself, you're gonna become. Man, you gotta become the down the the you gotta become the lesser grade. I say the lesser. 
you doing is you saying because the, the, the scriptures explain that, but it's it, it, it's explaining how like how he created the Adam or the Adams or Adam and then how he gave him the laws and how he got outside of the law and how like you, you explain it, but the, but the scriptures is explaining that, but he's not explaining that here though. Like when he's when he's talking here in this content. He's literally talking about the creation, like how the earth and the heavens was not formed or what have you. They didn't have no form. And how he made the light and how he's starting to go into creation. Like, the mistake you're making is you, you're trying to insinuate that, oh, he's talking about in verse 2, like, the face of the water and because the body has water in it, so it's like it's referring to man. Well, that's not referring to man, and 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 because man got water, like the scriptures tell you when man was created, which I believe it was on day six. I didn't say I didn't even say anything about man, but I can see that this is a little bit like you know it's gonna it's gonna need some time to kind of like us to go through this and, and break down more scriptures. I'm just giving you scriptures off the top of the head and asking you to break down the interpretation. And then I'm breaking it down with mine and just seeing the difference or the the like minded. Well, so, well, for example, I'm going to try to be quick with this. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face, the face of the deep. Now, you're trying to say that, like, that that's me. Don't say with me. Don't say what I'm trying to say. Say what you say. What Say what, what you well, say. That's the understanding. That's the understanding I'm getting from you is if you're saying... Like, no, but don't say me. Say what you see out the scripture, what you're reading. So don't it don't confuse yourself. But I'm, uh, what I'm reading is basically what I stated before, which is this is just creation. This is just, and the earth was without form, and void and darkness was upon the face of the deep. The face of the deep. Um, What's the face of the deep? What 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 what, are, what do these mean? You're just reading the words, but you're not giving me no interpretation. Okay, uh, so what I'm getting out of this, darkness was upon the face of the deep. So the deep is going down to like water and stuff like that, like the water, the ocean, the seas, the water. And it says that it's, it says that darkness was upon. So again, it wasn't no light yet. And then also that it wasn't no life. Like it wasn't no life. Darkness was on the face of the deep. So it really wasn't no life in the waters. The waters was, you know, how the waters moved and then you go deep down and how the water pressure is. But it wasn't had no life came about yet. And the spirit of God moved upon the and the spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. Now, now we get into the Most High God and His Spirit, right, and moving upon the face of the water. And then God said, "Let there be light," and there was light. And so now, ah, came in ah, see, uh, this is a whole nother discussion. This whole nother discussion because if we continue well, to go on, and I'll let you pick that day. But right now, you getting in the midst of you disrupting my point. It says, and God said, let there be light, and there was light. And God saw that the light, that it was good, and God divided the light from the darkness. So he created the light. But here's the thing. He created the light, and then he divided He divided it from the darkness. And God called the light day. So what did he create first? What did he create first? I'm thinking this is going into like, because the light, he said, and God saw that the light, that it was, it was good, and God divided it, the light from the, the darkness. So, like, you have light, right? You have the sun, you have the moon, you have the stars, 
So this is the most high divine what's going to be the light of the darkness and what's going to be the light of the day. That's what I'm I'm getting out of that. Okay, 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 okay. That's 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 good. That's good. And 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 that's a good point to kind of stop on for now. So we want to thank you for listening in uh with spiritual gain and uh you guys have a great time, a great day. I say.